Welcome to the Beyond the Box Score podcast. This is your host, David Kaplan. In this episode, I interview Coach Ryan Wise. Ryan is the assistant men's basketball coach at St. Vincent College. Coach, how's it going? It's going great, Cap. How's everything going with you? Man, can't complain. You know, I probably could complain, but I won't complain. (laughs) Won't do you any good, huh? Yeah, exactly. Coach, go ahead and give yourself a brief introduction to the listeners. Yeah, uh, my name is Ryan Wise. I'm an assistant coach at, at St. Vincent College in Latrobe, uh, Pennsylvania. Um, I was at Mercer University last year, and uh, before that, I was at uh, West Virginia Tech. And um, happy to be back a little bit closer to home right now, and, and uh, um, you know, excited for a good, good upcoming season here. Oh, that's great, Coach. So, you know, talk about life growing up. Uh, you know, when did you fall in love with the game of basketball? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so I grew up in, in West Virginia and, you know, watching the, the Mountaineers all the time. And, and my uncle uh, pl- actually played for West Virginia. And, and he was a, a big influence on me, um, you know, growing up and, and seeing his accomplishments and what he had. And, um, and, and, you know, we always had some conversations about things and, um, I knew I wanted to go into coaching you know, when I was in, in high school. And um, I've been very fortunate to be around some really, really good coaches. And, um, you know, from my younger days and, and going up, you know, when I was just coaching, uh, you know, high school, high school basketball and uh, middle school basketball. And, um, and thankfully, uh, you know, I've, I've been able to be around some really good role models for me and mentors and um, definitely wouldn't be where I'm at right now uh, if it wasn't for them. Okay, good stuff. So you went to uh, West Virginia, correct? I did go to West Virginia. Yes. What What about that attracted you? Were you a, did you want to be a student manager? Did you just you know you wanted to be a mountaineer? Uh, what was it about WVU? You know, I, I grew up in Morgantown, um, and you know, where in in West Virginia you're a mountaineer, you know, um, and uh, you know being you know I was so fortunate to you know, be able to attend, you know, any basketball game I wanted to go to. Um, and you see, you know, the, the state loves the Mountaineers, you know, people travel all, all across the state just to go to the games. And um, some people travel, for, you know, four or five hours, go back the same day. And, you know, me, it, you know, being younger and not really understanding, you know, what that meant to a lot of people, um, you know, having such easy access to be able to go to the games. But, I mean, loving every second of it being there. Um you know, I, I got a, a you know chance to see the, you know the the late beeline time uh, beeline teams there, and uh, you know so much fun to watch. And then transitioning to Huggins, you know, definitely a different style style of play, but you know the same passion that those guys share on the court. And then you know being able to, uh, you know, see that growing up, and you know you you definitely don't lose a passion for basketball. You know, being able to be that close and watch teams and. Um, but I, I wanted to go to West Virginia because I'm a Mountaineer at heart. And, um, you know, luckily, I, I actually I didn't um, I wasn't a student manager, didn't work with the team or anything. I, I kind of went a different route and um, went and just started coaching right after I graduated high school. I was coaching middle school basketball and uh, boys, girls. And I, I coached uh, some soccer and then I coached high school girls and uh, high school boys. And I, I kind of was just, um, you know, I. I or, you know, coaching athletes and, um, and trying to see them reach their potential. And I, I was just trying to, you know, uh, 
coach, you know, whatever team I could get my hands on. Um, and then kind of how everything, you know, stemmed from there. Okay. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, how did you go about reaching out to these schools to, uh, coach there? Were they, you know, schools that you had attended or coaches that you knew? Talk about that. Yeah. Um, so as far as my, uh, you know, high school experience, um, I, I ended up coaching, uh, you know, high school girls at, uh, the high school I attended, uh, Trinity Christian in Morgantown and, uh, a coach by the name of uh, Kerry Woods, who um, coached at the college level. And, you know, he actually uh, asked me to be his assistant with the high school girls team there. And I was, I was super excited, you know, being able to learn from a college coach at, you know, such a young age, um, you know, still in college. And, you know, I, I really, I, I mean, I couldn't pass it up. I didn't think twice. I accepted it right on the spot. And um, I, I was super psyched about that. I learned a ton from him. Um, you know, X's and O's wise, but, you know, a lot of just that, you know, kind of how to carry yourself as a coach and um, how, you know, the approach to the game, you know, um, the mentality of being able to come in and um, was, was, you know, something I learned from him and um, still, you know, talk to him to this day and um, we're still, still very close. Um, and then, you know, moving forward and, and uh, I, I just, you know, make connections with guys and, um was able to, you know, get on a, a high school, you know, boys staff uh, with a buddy of mine, Rick Hill, and um, had, a, had a great time with him for a year. And, uh, and then uh, after that is, you know, I'm graduating at, at WVU at that point, and I'm, you know, trying to transition to the, to the college game. And uh, Bob Williams at West Virginia Tech, I, I probably uh, sent him probably 50 Twitter DMs, you know, bugging, bugging <laughs> out of him and uh finally I, I got his attention at some point um now actually he I, I reached out to him uh when I was at WVU and he um tried to get me there to go and uh be a uh, student assistant for him and I would have loved to do that and and thankfully it didn't hurt me turning that down at that point but um I did turn it down uh, when I had two years left of college because I would have had to uh change my major when I got there and, uh, and that would put me two years behind. Um, and then now I would have been, I probably would have been in college for seven years at that point, if I would have done that. And, uh, so I ended up turning it down and, and still kept in touch with him. And, uh, he, uh, you know, offered me a, a, a position, um, you know, coming out of college and I, I went and joined uh, his staff and, um, between, you know, him, uh, uh, Nick Kerholt, who was on staff there, Will Hughes. Uh, I mean, we had some great chemistry there as a staff and um, really enjoyed ourselves. And I, I mean, I couldn't have asked for a better, you know, first college experience. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. You know, so we met work in the Roy Williams camp in Chapel Hill. What yep. other camps have you worked and what have you found, mm-hmm. um, I'd say, beneficial from working camps, whether it's relationships, learning the game more, uh, you know, just I—I I always said it was—it was the highlight of my year when I had a, a tough year coaching high school. Yeah. Whether it was the team wasn't very good, the guy I was working for I didn't care for. I was always refreshed from going to camp. So, what was it about camps uh, that you loved? Yeah, I, I've you know I've worked several camps. I haven't you know I didn't work as many camps as I I would have liked to. Um, I, I ended up working uh, Virginia Tech's camp, uh, West Virginia, a bunch of smaller colleges as well, and. 
Um, I'm sure there's some that I, that I, you know, not thinking on the top of my head and, um, you know, I, I love the, the camp, you know, atmosphere of being able to, you know, like I said, I, I've got a heart for kids at the, you know, at, at any level, you know, um, it's actually really nice, you know, going from, you know, college athletes and then being able to work with young kids and, you know, it's just such a different mindset with them. Um, you know, college, you know, athletes are, are, are very serious and rightfully so. I mean, it's, you know, it's a business, uh, and you know, you want to, you want to say you want to have fun, but everybody knows, I mean, if you, if you don't perform, you know, your spot's going to get taken and, uh, you know, kids just have a different, uh, mindset. They want to go out there. They want to have fun. They want to get better, but you know, it's about having fun at that age and, and, you know, finding different ways to improve. And, um, so I, I mean, bottom line, I, I love dealing with, with, uh, you know, younger kids and, and seeing them, you know, take a, take a step, you know, whether that's, um, starting at the beginning of the, the camp week and, you know, them not knowing how to, you know, dribble with their left hand. And, and then by the end of the week, they're doing left hand layups. And, um, you know, just seeing those little progressions is really neat for me. And, uh, but then, you know, at the same time too, I love making, um, different connections with people and, um, genuine connections too, not just, you know, saying, Hey, I've got this coach's name in my phone. Uh, I mean, you know, we've, we've, you know, stayed in touch, you know, ever since the, you know, that week of camp and, you know, I, I think, you know, what makes our, our connection so good is, you know, I, I don't think we've, you know, asked us each, you know, asked each other for anything. You know what I mean? Like we haven't said, hey, come come get me here. Come, you know, do this for me. Um, I think it's just, you know, you kind of have that understanding, you know, you, you're, you're able to reach out to each other, talk to each other and, and not have a, uh, you know, other other goal in mind and um, just a genuine friendship and, and being able to create those relationships with, you know, other people at camps and, you know, I, I've got a, a great, great group of friends uh, who I, I, I call them friends now because we met at uh, Virginia Tech's camp. And, you know, we we all stay in touch, you know, to this day. Um, you know, we talk, you know, a couple times a week and um, it's it's just nice, you know, making those relationships. And, you know, that's one piece of advice I would give to, you know, younger, younger people, you know, getting into the profession, work as many camps as you can. Um I, I never was really given that advice. Uh, so that that's one of the reasons why I said I, I didn't, you know, do as many camps as I would have liked to um, when I was younger. Um, you know, I, I didn't have anybody saying, hey, this is really what you need to be doing. Um, but, uh, you know, luckily, uh, you know, at some point I, I, you know, filled up my filled up my uh, summer and spring with with all those camps and got to go to, uh, you know, North Carolina camp, you know, meet you and, and some other guys and, um you know, I, I think that the camp aspect is something that really, um, you know, sets itself apart. You know, like you said, you know, being able to just kind of refresh and, and clear your mind and, you know, go hang out with people you wouldn't normally hang out with and you don't normally see. And um, I love I mean, you know, I was really looking forward to doing some camps this year. Um, so unfortunately, I wasn't able to happen with COVID. And, um, but, you know, I can't wait to get back to it uh, next year. Uh, very well said, Coach. Um, you know, so you talk about you graduated from WVU um, mm-hmm. and you're an assistant coach at West Virginia Tech. Mm-hmm. Uh, and talk about what that experience was like. I know you guys had success. You know, talk about that. Yeah, um, it, it was actually a really I was there for one year um, and it was a really crazy year. Uh, we go in there and, you know, with with very high expectations, you know, we've got um, an All-American and then uh, a guard who, you know, was going to be an All-American and um, both of them get hurt uh, within, you know, very, very early parts of the year. 
and uh, the whole dyna- dynamic of the team just changes at that point. Um, you know, I'll, gi- I'll give, you know, Coach Williams a lot of credit for it. I mean, I, I didn't do a whole lot. I was kind of there as a voice if, if anybody needed it. And uh, Coach Williams and, and Coach Careholt, they, they did the majority of the stuff there. And um, But uh, they, you know, adapting, uh, you know, our kind of not necessarily the philosophy, but maybe offensive philosophy um, and, and, you know, the way we, uh, you know, just played as a whole um, was really neat to watch. You know, Coach, you know, we, we played a, a certain style, more of a structured style when we had, you know, those guys. And um, when they get hurt, um, we were able to, to, you know, just change up what we were doing because, um, you know, we at that point we were running the swing offense. And, you know, uh, with that, you, you post up a lot of your guards sometimes. And, um, you know, two of two of our guards go down. Well, we don't necessarily have the personnel to be able to play that offense. And um, after, you know, working all preseason and, you know, first couple of weeks of the season, um, getting everybody, you know, hammered down and what we're supposed to be doing with that. And um, two guys go down. What you know, what do you do? And I tell you, Coach Coach Williams didn't blink. He, you know, he changed up what we were doing and um, played a more, uh, you know, free flowing uh, four out one in and. Um, I tell you, we had a we had a guard there who, you know, schoolcraft. He was uh, really really good, a West Virginia kid, and um, he came out there. You know, kept our kept our team afloat and uh, really ran the show for us. Um, and, and and that was you know something that uh, took us all the way to the to the national tournament. Um, but ju- just being able to learn from uh, you know Coach Williams and. And as you know, everything that, that he's taught me, I mean, I could go on and on about that, but um, you know, the, the experience at tech, I mean, I wouldn't have traded that for anything uh, being able to go in there and, and, you know, him, him letting me uh, a first time college uh, coach, you know, have an input and a say in some things was, um, was great for my confidence and, and uh, something that I won't forget. Um, you know, it would be easy to, you know, have somebody come in and, and, you know, not really take what they say and, and listen to it. But, you know, he didn't do that. And um, obviously he didn't always, you know, agree with what I said, but, you know, he, he acknowledged, listened and, you know, whether you liked it or not, he, he, he listened to me. So I appreciated that. And, um, but the, I mean, we had an unbelievable staff and um, it, it was super beneficial for me and my develop, development for sure. So, you know, obviously NAIA staffs and just small college basketball staffs, uh, you know, staff different than D1. So right. did they have, what, a head coach, full-time, uh, full-time assistant coach, and then like GAs and volunteers? How did they do it? Uh, it was – so Coach Williams head coach, in that, uh, Nick Kerholt, he was the assistant coach uh, full-time, and um, I came in as a volunteer. Coach Hughes was a volunteer, and um, – and that, that was, uh, I think we, we had a student assistant as well, actually. And, uh, so that was where we were at. And, um, you know, as, as you know, as small college, you know, you're, you're the Dobo, you're, you're second assistant, your player development and everything you could think of camp coordinator, clinic coordinator. And, um, so that, I mean, that was another aspect that I really enjoyed, you know, I, I got to, you know, get my feet wet in a bunch of different areas, you know, coach, let me run um, some of the camps and uh, coaches clinic. And um, it, it was neat, you know, being able to have all those experiences. And that's what um, I thought really helped me when I got to got to Mercer the next year. 
Talk about your craziest recruiting story or recruiting trip, whether it's, you know, getting lost, offering a guy food that he's allergic to. Talk about that. <laughs> uh, oh, geez, you're putting me on the spot now. Um, uh, you know, it's not super crazy, but, uh, but it definitely caught us off guard. I was recruiting a kid this past year, and uh, I'm not going to mention his name. He's going to hear this, though. And um, we, we end up going to a restaurant, and uh, he, he pulls out a, a plastic, uh, you know, plastic wrap thing of silverware. And <laughs> he, he, I, I look at him. I'm almost done. I'm looking around. His family's not really doing anything. And I asked him, I said, what you doing, man? And, and he uh, apparently, you know, he goes everywhere with that, that plastic, uh, you know, knife, uh, food, spoon, fork, and um and you know that's just uh that's how he is and, and i'll tell you what it, it gets even better um we ended up getting him and he's he's uh getting ready to come to campus here in a couple of weeks so in his locker do you have like plastic like a box of plastic forks and knives or that's that's gonna that's gonna be the plan that's gonna be the plan uh he's gonna be a freshman this year so we're we're gonna we're gonna have that all ready for him that's awesome man yeah so you know you guys receive an at-large bid you're, you know, you're only year there. How nervous were you guys on selection Sunday? Did you have a good, ch- you know, chance that you were getting in or were you like, talk about that? Yeah, it was, um, you know, we kind of got a, got a hint, um, earlier that day that we are going to be in, uh, we talked about it as a staff, we didn't tell the players and, uh, you know, but, but before that we really, uh, it, I mean, we, we didn't know. Um, it was all up in the air. We knew we made a good case for ourselves. Uh, you know, we had some big wins and, um, we were playing really strong towards the end of the year. And, uh, you know, we knew that we had a good shot, but, um, up until that phone call that morning, um, we were, we were still in limbo. You know, you, you kind of talk yourself into it, then you can talk yourself out of it. Um, but then seeing the, uh, seeing our name on, on the TV, man, that, that, uh, you know, that that was something special, and then seeing our guys' faces, knowing that uh, you know that's this is what they worked for, and being able to take that step, and um, you know we were really uh, really excited for them because you know some of those guys never made the never made the tournament, and um, so we were very very fortunate to get in, and um, yeah, it, it was it was definitely nerve wracking though up until that point. That's awesome, coach. So. You know, obviously you go to Mercer as a graduate assistant the next year. How many other schools had you reached out to, whether it was, you know, video coordinator, support staff, assistant at a, you know, small college? You know, talk about how many schools you reached out to and then kind of what it came down to. I may have to go back and check my email on that. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I I reached out to a lot, you know. Obviously, there were some that, that I hoped for more than others. Um, and Mercer was one of those schools that I that I was hoping for over some others. And, um, you know, I, I reached out to, uh, you know, it, it was it was uh, really, really difficult because our uh, Nick Kerholt, the uh, the full time assistant at Tech was leaving um, that that year. And uh, Coach Williams offered me the the full time assistant spot. Um, so that kind of threw a wrench into things, you know, it's different when you're leaving as a, as a, uh, you know, a volunteer. Um, but when you're leaving as, you know, the, the full-time guy, then, you know, you kind of, you know, really got to hope you're doing the right thing. And, um, I reached out to a, I reached out to a lot of schools and, 
all levels and, you know, just looking for a position where um, I wanted to, you know, grow as a coach. Um, and, and I didn't care if it was, uh, you know, a, a full-time spot, part-time spot, you know, GA, you know, volunteer, uh, um, you know, wh whatever it was, if I thought it was going to help me, you know, grow and, and, and get better coach, you know, pursue that and, and see. Um, but it really had to be an opportunity um, that, that, uh, me and, 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 you know, coach Williams really thought was better for me in my career. Um, cause, uh, you know, I can't stress enough. It, it was really, really hard leaving, uh, leaving that staff. And, um, because I, I just, I, I kind of felt that, you know, I could see my progression as a, as a coach, you know, from the beginning of the year till the end. And, um, I knew coach Williams had a lot to do with that. And, uh, so I didn't want to leave him just for something else. You know what I mean? I mean, it's easy to, you know, kind of think the grass is always going to be greener. Wherever you go is going to be better. It's a new place, new new town, whatever it is. And, um, but, uh, you know, thankfully Mercer, uh, you know, was was huge for me in, in that progression. Oh, absolutely. So you accept the graduate assistant job at Mercer. Mm -hmm. uh, I spent a year in Georgia. Talk about that experience and what you learned from the other coaches on staff. Yeah. Um, I thought the, the really neat thing about, about that was, you know, each coach on staff was a little bit different. Um, and I, I can, you know, pick a couple of things from each one that, um, that I can take away from and, um, you know, real, real quick, you know, coach, uh, coach Hoffman, you know, obviously, you know, he, his approach and, you know, being able to, to think the game, his X's and O's is, is, you know, I've never been around anybody like it. Um, and, 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 you know, he's actually a, a, uh, you know, small college coach at heart too. You know, he, he, you know, grew up coaching, uh, you know, small college basketball and, um, you know, so I, I, I'd like to think that's one of the, the things that attracted me to him, uh, when I was trying to get the GA spot, you know, him, you know, being, uh, you know, have coached at the NAI level, uh, Philip Pearson was on staff there. He, uh, was uh, an assistant at uh, Georgia for a while and, and for that interim head coach at Alabama. And, um, you know, he, his, his approach to recruiting, was nothing I've ever seen before. I mean, the, just being around him and, and seeing him, you know, talk to the recruits, talk to the parents and, um, you know, was, was something that, uh, you know, he, he definitely taught me a few secrets there. I'll say that. Um and, uh, you know, Coach Merrill on staff, you know, really, really good in player development and, and was integral to our defense. And uh, he did a great job with um, being able to handle our guys and in, in individual workouts and uh, something, you know, seeing him and how he approached. He mainly did our uh, our big men, but he worked out the guards as well. Um, you know, I, I, I still, you know, have written down a lot of the drills that he used. Um, so I, I've got those with me and I, I use them with our guys now. Um Coach, Coach Morozik, uh, you know, he was uh, actually, you know, he, we kind of had some had some connections, me and him. We knew a lot of the same people. And, um, you know, he, he knows some of the West Virginia guys I know. And he actually was the one who recruited uh, Oscar uh, Shibway over to the States and played with him at uh, Mountain Mission when he was coaching there uh, at prep school. And uh, Oscar is now at West Virginia and is going to be in a All-American this year, I'd say. And. Um, you know, so I, I just, I thought, you know, each one of them brought a lot of value to the, to the staff and, um, I couldn't have, you know, asked for a better, 
a better, uh, you know, second college experience to learn from, um, you know, with, with the knowledge and, and, you know, X's and O's and the approach to the game and very, very fortunate. Okay. Talk about the level of coaching in the SOCON. Oh my gosh. Um, doesn't, doesn't get enough credit at all. Um, I mean, heck you see now, uh, you know, coach Forbes at, at, at ETSU, he's, he's now at Wake Forest and, uh, you know, a lot of guys should should be getting some other jobs too. Um, if you look at it, I, I mean, Coach Ritchie uh, at Furman, and um, I mean, West Miller, UNCG. I, I mean, I, I could go down the line. You know, I can name them all. And, and you know, it's it's really underrated. Um, I thought, and you know, able to to come in there and and I get to kind of see, um, you know, one of my duties was um, getting the getting the play calls from from the other team's bench and, you know, at least keeping an eye on it and, um, you know, seeing, you know, you know, their, their approach to, you know, whatever it is, their, their, their secondary break, their offense, set play, whatever it is. And, um, you know, they, I mean, those guys are super smart, you know, every, every level there's really good coaching. Um, but, but I thought, you know, being around those guys in the SoCon, it's so daggone competitive. And, you know, that year, I mean, there, there could have been, you know, four or five, you know, SOCON teams in the NCAA tournament. Wow. What, what were the toughest arenas to play in? I mean, I saw Davidson and UNC Greensboro up close this year uh, being just raucous. But, yeah. you know, talk about the whole conference. Uh, man, Wofford was Wofford was tough. Um, you know, they, 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 were, they were rocking there. And, uh, you know, actually, you know, we gave a run for their money, you know, you know, really could have, could have won at their place. And they, they had a pretty good team that year. Uh, um, you know, Fletcher McGee, I mean, he was unbelievable. And, uh, you know, they, their, their arena was tough. Uh, let's see, uh, Furman, Furman was a tough place to play at. Um, UNCG was tough. And, uh, but you know, I mean, all those, all those teams you hear of, uh, ETSU was tough. And what about, what about VMI? I always heard that's a tough environment. There. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they got, you know, they got all their, their students lined up, the cadets lined up there and, um, you know, they got their chance together and, uh, they're, they're, it's tough. It's tough for sure. Um, and, uh, they actually beat us there at their place. And, um, but you know, Citadel was tough as well. Um, you know, I mean, you, you can't, you can't look on any, any of those teams there and say, Hey, it's an easy win. You know what I mean? Uh, you know, it's, it's a conference full of a lot of pride and, um, the schools, you know, they have pride in their athletics and, you know, that, that was, you know, you weren't going to go to a place and, and not hear, hear a crowd, um, which was, uh, you know, you don't necessarily see that a ton in, in small college basketball. And um, at least you don't, you know, you don't get a chance to see it on TV. And so some may not, you know, realize, you know, it's, it's really competitive, you know, whatever level you go on, whatever conference you're in and, you know, every school has got pride um, and they want to go out there and they want to get, want to show it and, and support their guys. Well said. You know, ultimately, your head coach is let go after the season. Um, talk about the uncertainty around surrounding your future. You know, in March of two thousand nineteen. Yeah, it was it was tough. Um, you know, for a, for a number of reasons. Um, you know, I I was you know very very loyal to to uh, you know Coach Hoffman and, and the staff there, and um, it, it was really hard to see uh, you know him him get let go, and you know, and it's just another reminder that you know, things, things are a business, you know, no matter, 
you know, how, how good a person is, how great of a coach they are. And, you know, sometimes things just happen and, um, not every time they, you know, they can be, they can be explained. And, uh, so for, for me, uh, I was, you know, obviously I'm, I'm focused on, you know, what I'm going to do next. And, um, coach, coach Gary came in and, um, uh, from, from Purdue and, and brought a, brought a heck of a staff in there with them. And at that point, I'm still, you know, kind of hanging around and, um, had some really good talks with coach Gary and, and his staff there. And, um, there was, uh, you know, a, a chance that I was going to, um, stay on, on, you know, with him and, and be able to help him out. Um, which I, I, I would have been, you know, very, very happy with, you know, cause I, I think, you know, that could have been another, um, step for me to, you know, not only progress in my career, but, you know, as, as a growth of a coach to, to learn from them. Um, I, I saw it as a really good opportunity and, you know, then kind of, kind of out of the blue, uh, I, uh, end up, uh, with an offer here at St. Vincent and, um, you know, so that kind of, that kind of changed a lot of things. Okay. Uh, <laughs> but, um, no, it was, it was kind of neat. Um, I, I knew of the reputation St. Vincent had and um, I ended up reaching out to, to coach Smith and, you know, I, I knew, um, you know, I, he had a really good background and, and uh, me and him, you know, had some, you know, great conversations and, um, you know, he, he ended up, uh, you know, then just, you know, kind of getting a feel, feel for me. And, and I think, you know, right off the bat, we had some trust there and, um, you know, we're able to, uh, you know, just, you know, create that, you know, relationship really quickly. And, and he offered me the position and, and, you know, there really wasn't a whole lot to it. Um, you know, I, I think, you know, just from, you know, our, our conversations on the phone and, you know, sometimes you just click with somebody and, uh, you know, that's what, that's what happened with us. And, um, you know, so, um, I, I ended up going down there, you know, working at a camp, you know, him in person and, um, you know, talk with him a little bit more and, and, you know, by that time, you know, it was all set in stone and, um, I was ready to get on over there. I mean, it all happened within a, a matter of, um, and, uh, looking for something, uh, a little bit closer to home and, um, you know, ended up, uh, ended up there and, and, you know, very thankful for it. When did you decide to get represented by an agency? Uh, so I, I've heard, I heard great things, uh, about capital elite and, um, and, and me and me and Chad ended up talking and I actually met him, uh, the year prior, um, you know, just through passing through a friend and, and, uh, like I said, I heard some great things through him and, and I, thought, uh, Chad would, would give me a, uh, um, you know, not necessarily, uh, a, an advantage, uh, in my career, but, you know, just uh, somebody else to lean on, guide and things. And um, it was, uh, you know, soon after I, I was able to get to St. Vincent. Okay. How have they been able to help you as far as preparation for, you know, eventually, obviously you want to, I know that you want to be a head coach at some point. Right. Um, but, you know, preparing you for down the road and just preparing you, you know, to be a better coach. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, you know, Chad, Chad does a really good job. I mean, he'll, we, we speak often and, and, you know, he kind of just, uh, is, is somebody who, um, if I'm, you know, I got a question about something, you know, he's, he's going to give it to me straight. Um, give me a good answer. 
um, you know, kind of give me a heads up on, you know, what I should be doing, uh, you know, in, in as far as, you know, my professional growth and, um, you know, he, he's, he's a really good resource and, you know, someone who's uh, not afraid to say, you know, Hey, just give me a call, send me a text, you know, there's never been an opportunity where he's not been available for me to reach out to him. And, um, I mean, he's, he's all about, you know, helping, helping coaches grow. Um, he actually had a, a networking event for, for, uh, myself and, and the other coaches he represents, uh, um, a couple of days ago. And, and again, like he, he's, he's a, a really nice resource for me to have in my career. Okay. Awesome. Talk about St. Vincent and just, um, you know, being your first non-athletic scholarship program you've been a part of, was it, you know, a, a culture shock to you? Talk about just, you know, your initial impression and then just kind of how the season went. Yeah, uh, I tell you what, you know, it's it's always different um, when, when you know, you don't have the, you know, athletic scholarship when you walk in there. But, you know, St. Vincent has done a really good job. Um, you know, working with, you know, our, our potential athletes with academic scholarships and, um, you know, giving them the resources that, that we can help, you know, compete with, you know, schools with a- uh, athletic scholarships. Um, you know, it's, it's um, you know, really nice to, you know, be able to, you know, sell St. Vincent, you know, how, you know, St. Vincent's, uh, you know, a school that's going to look after you, you know, not just when, you know, you're there, but when you, when you leave St. Vincent, you know, if you, um, if you apply for a job, you know, St. Vincent, they're going to know, you know, who they are. Uh, so, you know, St. Vincent, it's a really easy sell, um, which has helped me in recruiting. And, you know, once, once I, you know, get, get the kid and, um, you know, pass them along to, you know, admissions and, and, you know, our, uh, our professors and, um, you know, whoever it is and when they speak with them and it's uh, almost hook, line and sinker there, you know, our, our faculty does a really good job and, uh, our athletic department does a great job. And, you know, I'm fortunate to work with, with, uh, you know, a, a team, um, like St. Vincent. Um, and I say, uh, a, a team on purpose because, you know, you have to have that chemistry, um, to be able to, you know, land, land some kids and um, get guys in here who, you know, want to be a part of, um, you know, what you're selling. And, uh, and, and the neat thing is, you know, to be able to, you know, represent a place with, you know, integrity and, and, you know, you don't feel like you're lying to a kid, you know, you tell them, Hey, you're going to get a great education. You know, you really believe that Um, you tell them, Hey, these, you know, the professors, they're going to, you know, they're going to look after you. You get, you know, a lot of one-on-one attention, you know, it's all true. Um, I think that's, that's, you know, probably the, the best part, you know, when I get to sell St. Vincent to these kids. I, I still remember the, the phone call when you told me you, you got on there and you're like, okay, wh- how do you recruit a division three kid? What, what, what's a D three kid look like? And, uh, <laughs> you're like, educate me. This is so I, for, you know, just kind of to put it all in perspective. So our head coach of Catholics let go. Right. at the same time so I got no skin in the game I know I'm not being retained or whatever like so I'm, I just kind of have this I'm gonna score to the earth like okay hey these are my connections these are kids <laughs> who I know other schools are going to be targeting I want you to get them instead of these dudes right right <laughs> this coach never called me back uh-huh. I know on this kid recruit this guy <laughs> yeah yeah no 100 percent 100 percent and I, I mean you know when, when I was 
I was thinking about it because, you know, it's it's always different when you don't have the athletic scholarship. I mean, you can't you. It's almost you know. I'm not going to say you can't ever, you know, get a get a kid who's got um, athletic scholarships because we were able to do that this year. And and you know, it's just it's it's rare, um, as you know. Um, but you know, you, you got to find the you know, the right type of kid, you know, the one that fits your system. And I, I think you really look at the system more than ever when you're at, at this type of position. And um, I'm sure some people would disagree with me. And um, but, you know, that's that's something we really tried to do this year was find guys that would fit in our system. And then, um, you know, thankfully, uh, you know, if you're on a kid early enough, you know, it doesn't really matter who jumps in late. Um, if, if that kid feels like they trust you and, um, they feel like, you know, you're the best situation for them. And, um, that's, that's what I, you know, that's what I like at the division three level. Um, because if you put your legwork in and, you know, more times than not, you, you deserve, um, you get what you deserve, if that makes sense. Um, but yeah, don't, yeah. I remember that phone call for sure. Yeah. You're, You're like, and I was like, man, how much time do you have? And you're like, well, I'm getting ready to drive over there. So I got about five, six hours. <laughs> yeah, that's, I was on my way, wasn't I? You're with your wife. I had just taken some pre-workout. I was getting ready to have my workout. I'm like, ah, well, I don't have five hours, but here, let's go anyway. <laughs> Luckily, I hadn't taken my second scoop, so I was good after after the phone call. There you go. There you go. Um, you know, talk about – of you know how the season went overall like obviously you're learning on the fly with a a coach you hadn't worked with before you really didn't have a prior relationship I know that initially you guys didn't have the success you were hoping for but kind of weathered the storm just talk about that and then you know kind of keeping the faith the whole time yeah um I mean as you know I I mean positivity is huge you know no no matter what you're going through you, you have to find a way that you can show growth and yeah, fairly always wins and losses. And uh, I thought, you know, like you said, we we started out OK and, and ended up going through, you know, a little slump, you know, winning. Uh, and I don't know what do we do Win six, seven games in a row after that. And then, you know, kind of, you know, go go 500, you know, the rest of the way. And, um, you know, so the, there were a lot of ups and downs. And um, but one thing we tried to do as a staff was you know, to, to be able to see that improvement in whatever we were doing, um, whether that's, you know, trying to run, run the offense a little bit better and, and you know, get more stops defensively and, um, you know, push it faster up the court, whatever, whatever we were doing, whether it was in practice or games, we wanted to be able to, you know, show improvement. And, you know, so we kind of, you know, geared, you know, our practices towards, um, you know, being able to, you know, easily or um, that's, that's a word easier, um, finding a way to, to, you know, show that improvement, um, you know, in a capacity that, that can be defined. Talk about the importance of relationships and mentors in the coaching business. I, I think that's everything, man. Um, it, you need to have people that you, you know, rely on and can lean on, um, you know, when you hit that adversity. I mean, when we were going through, you know, that rough patch last year, um, you know, I was talking to a, a lot of people that, um, w- would give me advice and, you know, I, I could ask questions and, and, you know, truthful answers would come to me. 
And uh, I think that's something you need to have. And, you know, it's a it's a difficult business if you're you're by yourself and you need to be able to have, you know, honest conversations. And um, and that's something that uh, I, I think you get from having those genuine relationships. OK, awesome. Um, you know, who are some of your mentors or, you know, people in your inner circle that, you know, you you interact with and really have that uh, give and take relationship with. Yeah. Um, you know, coach Williams, you know, first and foremost, you know, me and him talk uh, a lot and um, he, I, I know is somebody that that's got my best interest in mind. And, um, you know, I can call him up on a dime. He'll answer. And, and, you know, we could talk for hours. Um, coach uh, uh, Woods, who I talked about earlier, who um, I coached high school with, uh, you know, he, I talk to very frequently and um you know he he will be able to you know give me the the best advice the advice i'm looking for and um coach hoffman as well i know he's he's always there for me if i got a question and um you know coach pearson you know i i could i could name a few and um but you know i i think i'll i'll leave it there at those at those four and you know but i i agree like having having, uh, you know, a couple people in your inner circle who, you know, that, you know, you can talk to and, and trust and, um, that's, it's really important. Okay. Talk about some qualities that you bring to a college basketball program, whether it's St. Vincent, Mercer, you know, places you've been at just in general, what do you bring to a program specifically? Yeah, I, I think, you know, first and foremost loyalty, um, you know, I, I think everybody that, that I've worked for knows that, um, you know, I'm a hundred percent, you know, invested in the program and, and anything, uh, that needs to be done. Uh, I'm not afraid to, to do it, you know, whether that's, you know, wiping up, wiping up sweat and, you know, heck now with COVID cleaning, cleaning all the, you know, the equipment and, um, you know, cleaning the locker room and, um, you know, getting in a drill with the guys, whatever it is, uh, I, I'm, I'm, you know, willing to, to work and get it done. And, um, and then, you know, office work as well. If something needs to be done, you know, I'm going to handle it. Um, I, I think being able to, you know, be somebody who, who can handle different types of jobs and um, do different things, you know, whether it's video work or um, statistical analysis or, you know, being able to, um, you know, get into some spreadsheets. Uh, I think being, uh, you know, having a lot of, a lot of tools uh, in your belt is, is something that, um, that, that I really pride myself with. That's awesome. Uh, no, I couldn't agree more. Appreciate it. Uh, you know, you've coached, like I said, Division One, D3, NAIA, uh, high school, middle school. What are some things that you liked and disliked about those levels? You know, a lot of people say Division Three, man, you can't get the kids till October 15th. You know, so t- <laughs> talk about just kind of some things you liked and that you, I would say, not that you didn't like, but things you would like to change. <laughs> right, right. Uh you know, I, I think you hit the nail on the head with Division Three, and and uh, it's hard, you know, because I, you know, I, I love getting on the court with, with the guys. I, I'm a gym rat. I mean, I like being in a position where, you know, a, a kid can, can hit me up and say, hey, can you, can you open the gym? Can we get in there, get some shots up, get in there, you know, with them for an hour? Um, whether that's, you know, 8 a.m. Or, or, or 1 a.m., you know, whatever it is. I, I like being – you know, available to our guys. And, um, that's the hardest thing for me is not being able to do that, um, in the off season here. Um, you know, I, I, 
I, I think, uh, you know, when I was at NAIA, um, I could do that any, you know, anytime I wanted basically. And, and, you know, if somebody wants to hit me up, you know, I'm there. Um, I, I love being in the gym. I love working with our guys. Um, so that's, that's a big one for me. Um, and, and I thought that was, you know, one of the, one of the coolest things from NAIA, um, that you could, you know, you know, run, run a camp whenever you wanted have a, have a clinic. If you want to, you know, get 20 guys in here and, and have, put them through a workout, you know, just to, you know, see some kids, you know, get up off the couch on a Saturday, you could do that. And, um, uh, you know, I like that, that flexibility of being able to work out guys whenever you want. Okay. Anything about the division one level? Uh, I mean, I, I know as a you know, support staff in GEA, not able to do as much, you know, on the floor as, as the, the assistant coaches per se. Right. Right. Yeah. That, that was, that was difficult. Um, especially, you know, you know, for, for me, who's, who's coached at, you know, different levels and then getting to a position where, you know, I'm not, um, you know, I'm not able to do exactly what I want all the time. And, um, so, um, yeah, I, I, I mean, you know, the good thing about, you know, division one though, is you, you get to, you know, get on, get on the floor with the guys, uh, you know, in, in the off season. And, and there's really not, not an off season in division one, you know? Um, but, uh, yeah, I guess I, I don't know. I haven't really thought about it too much. I don't have too many complaints. Yeah. Talk about being a, a college basketball coach who's married and under 30. Yeah. Um, <laughs> all right, let's try not to put myself in any trouble here. Uh, <laughs> But, uh, no, no, uh, Alexis, my wife, she's great, really supportive for me. Um, you know, Hey, let's, let's go to, uh, Beckley, West Virginia. She says, I'm on board. Let's go to Macon, Georgia. She's on board. Let's go to Latro, Pennsylvania. She's on board with it. So I, uh, I don't have too many complaints there. I, I know, um, you know, that's, it's always, uh, you know, not, maybe not necessarily now, but you know, when I was younger, um, you know, that, that was looked at as a, as a deterrent for me. And, you know, I had to, you know, assure everybody that, that, that wasn't going to be an issue and, you know, that I'm still hundred percent committed. And, um, you know, I've, I've always been under the belief you, you can be, you know, hundred percent committed to multiple things. And, uh, and that's something I, I think I've, I've shown and proven, and I don't think my work's ever, ever sacrificed from it. And, uh, I'll tell you, I know it's never sacrificed from it. And, um, you know, I mean, Alexis, we're still together, so that hadn't sacrificed either. <laughs> I, I can imagine her going on some uh, recruiting trips with you this past season, or you know, huh? all your home games at Mercer. So I tell you what, she she's at every game. She even makes some away games, and um, she has attended multiple recruiting trips. I'll tell you that. I, I won't even get into my AAU stuff when I was younger, and and she was there every trip, dealing <laughs> with uh, three or four other. Uh, teenage boys in the same hotel room <laughs> talk about how you two met uh yeah we we actually met in college um at wvu and uh you know she she shared passion for uh for basketball so you know she she had me right there <laughs> okay good stuff you know uh if you weren't coaching basketball for a living what would you be doing uh, I would be teaching for sure. Um, I actually, I, I've taught, um, a couple years now and, um, I guess I, I was, I was student teaching when I was at WVU, uh, and I went, um, 
when I went to West Virginia Tech, uh, I would teach during the day and then, uh, you know, get in the office and, and then coach in the evening. So I had a pretty full day. Um, but, uh, yeah, so I, I was, you know, um, full-time, full-time teaching to help pay the bills and, um, being able to coach in the evening. And thankfully, uh, you know, coach Williams, I mean, was, was, uh, very, um, you know, supportive with that. And, um, I think I was able to balance both things really well. Oh, that's awesome. So, Coach, we made it to the start bench cut segment. Start right. one, bench one, cut one. All right. Nike, Adidas, Under Armour. Oh man, cut on, cut Under Armour, cut down. Uh, um, you know what? I I've never I've never been a huge gear guy, but at Mercer we were Adidas, and you look through my closet, it's it's all Adidas. Um, I think I've got two things of Nike, and. Uh, so I, I'm going to have to say start Adidas. Yeah. I think you and Coach Easley are the only people who've started Adidas so far. I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get a lot of heat from that. I know it. I'm going to – got to be honest, though. I'm going to get a lot of heat. That's fair. Um, cookout, Bojangles, Chick-fil-A. Wow. Well, I've made it a point to to eat a lot healthier now so i gotta go chick-fil-a i'll start them and i gotta be honest i've never been a big bojangles fan um so i'll, I'll bench uh i'll bench cookout i love i love cookout though if you ask me um you know like 30 pounds ago it was cookout all <laughs> but i tell you what hey co- uh, quick story coach williams at, at tech we had uh he was able to get a little deal with um golden corral and uh we would we would eat there uh, probably at least once a week, and there was also a cookout, um, like probably two minutes from my apartment. So needless to say, I put on like thirty pounds that first year, and then I I could never I could never do that again. Um, so I've been I've been Chick Fil A all the way now. It's funny you said that about Golden Corral. I know Bart Lundy was at Queens now. Yeah, he was at Queens before he was at High Point, and so a little bit of that Division Two rubbed off on him. He had the same kind of thing with Golden Corral at, at High Point. <laughs> yeah, it's so easy, you know. You you come in there and they give you a deal, and all your guys coming in eating whatever they want, and um, easy way to to feed uh, you know twenty guys. Oh no, no doubt. Uh, Jordan, LeBron, Kobe. Wow. Wow. I'll start Jordan. I got to cut Kobe, man. I got to cut Kobe. I'll bench LeBron. Okay. I don't, I don't want to hear, I don't want to hear from my guys who are going to be on me about that. They, it's, it's Kobe all the way with them or LeBron. Jordan gets nothing from, from these guys now. Well, after the last dance, that might change for him. That helped. That's for sure. Uh, Semi pro Celtic pride, Eddie. What was that again? Semi pro. With Will Ferrell, Celtic right. Pride, Eddie with Whoopi Goldberg. I gotta be honest, I haven't seen Celtic Pride or Eddie. Oh man, you gotta take advantage of that. In between webinars, you gotta check those out. I will. <laughs> I, I think I think I've seen clips of Eddie before. I don't think I've seen the whole thing. Semi Pro was hilarious though. Yeah. That was uh, Jay Z, Drake, Gucci Man. Jay Z. Jay Z. I I I I'll Ah man, throw cut cut Gucci. I, um, 
I don't know. I like some of Eminem or some of uh, Drake stuff. I'm a big Eminem guy. Is what I was gonna say. But uh, with you on that, I, I'm 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 classic Jay Z though. I'll take that. Okay. Hoop dirt, verbal commits, transfer portal. Um. Wow. Well, verbal commits can be used for a bunch of different reasons, so I'll I'll start them. Hoop dirt's up there too. What was the other one? Uh, transfer portal. Yeah, you know, we'll get a handful of transfers here at Division Three. It's not as not as big to us right now. Uh, most people have cut the transfer portal. Yeah, I'll cut the transfer portal, and then we'll kind of just uh, we'll leave it at that. Okay, Coach, who are three guests I should have on the podcast? Three guest stars. You got to get Coach Williams on here. You got to get Coach Williams. Um, that's one. Uh, you gotta you gotta get my buddy Hayden Hatfield. He's an assistant coach, um, high school in Georgia. Really knowledgeable guy. Um, got a different way of, of uh, thinking about things. He's good. Um, who's another one? Um, get. Uh, I've got uh, one of one of our assistants here, Kevin Fields. He would be really good. Um, he's he's had a lot of different experiences. Get some AAU stuff, JUCO stuff, and um, he's he's got a good mindset. He'd be good to have on. It's awesome. Yeah. Uh, give some, you know, young advice for younger coaches trying to get in the business, trying to work their way up. You know, what's some advice for them? Yeah, I'd I'd say take take everything and look at it as an opportunity to grow. Um, no matter where you at, whether it's a a position you're not super super excited about right now, it could be middle school, high school, uh, um, or or college, and um, look to make connections where and. Dude, um, you know, you want to have a, a connection with somebody. If you know, if you're if you're walking past them, you can stop and talk for a few minutes. Uh, um, and and you know, you don't want to have the, uh, you know, just hey, what can you do for me type attitude with them. Um, and work as many camps as you can, because like I said, I wish somebody would have said that to me when I was you know a couple years younger. Um, that's that's where you can make a lot of those connections. You know, you're working with these kids, but you got a lot of downtime and, and a lot of people with like mindsets. And uh, I think it's a great opportunity to, to make some friends and network. No doubt. Coach, if listeners want to get a hold of you, social media handles, like what's the best way to um, touch base with you? Yeah. Um, I've got my, my Twitter. I haven't been super active on social media, you know, lately uh, I need to be a little bit more, but um, if I don't post a lot, that mean I'm not looking at things. I'll tell you that. Uh, but my Twitter is coach R wise and, uh, W I S E. Um, my email, um, just Ryan dot wise at S T Vincent dot edu. Okay. Awesome. Coach. I can't thank you enough for coming on the podcast. You know, I think the world of you, I, uh, and uh, you were the first person I put in my phone to have a reminder once a month, text Ryan Wise. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate like, that. I don't want to lose touch with this guy. I like him. He's a good dude. I appreciate that, man. Yeah, we always have some good conversations every time we talk. That's for sure. Yeah, man.
All right, man. Stay safe. Yeah. Appreciate it, man. Thanks for having me on. No problem. Thanks for listening to the Beyond the Box Score podcast. Don't forget to subscribe, leave reviews, and rate five stars.